Welcome to the Seth Campbell Podcast. This show is to equip you to build real-world leadership skills, improve your wealth, and help you leave a generational impact on the generations to come. My name is Seth Campbell. This is episode 17, titled, Every Business Needs a Heart and a Head. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a, a topic that a lot of people fail to see in their business journey. And it honestly is a big picture concept that would make a big difference in uh, every business that you're a part of. And I want you to think through this as we'll talk about it. This will be a short and sweet episode. Think about the businesses that you've been part of. Think about the businesses that you are a part of now. Think about the ones that you're getting ready to start or the ones that you are in the middle of launching or further down the road and really analyze and, and recognize if you have these two parts. And I call it the heart and the head. It's funny because thinking about a human body, right? We need a heart and we need a head. Those are the two bigger functions of the body that kind of drive the quality of our life or our health, so to speak. And a business is very similar to that as it is in a lot of ways on the physical body. So let's just quickly define what we mean by that. And I think you probably already start to recognize it just inherently. The heart is what powers the mission. By the way, the heart is what powers sales. A lot of times people think sales is a head thing. It's not. Strategy to make sales more efficient or to make it easier to obtain or to make it profitable, that would probably be a head function. However, true sales, giving a consumer or a user value in exchange for money or whatever, that's a heart because you're delivering something that's a need for somebody. So the heart powers mission, the heart powers sales, the heart powers purpose, the heart powers the way we treat people, the head powers profit, return on investment, systems, efficiencies, the way we organize people, marketplace strategy, all of those things are things that are powered by the head. So you can quickly see that every business needs both a heart and a head. And yet what's interesting is when you study businesses, particularly ones through that go through multiple evolutions or grow over time, you start to see pieces disappear, get stronger, overlap, or stay in charge, so to speak, too long and cause issues. It's funny. You can see this pattern. I'm a pattern watcher. If you study uh, famous co-founders out there, you'll see a lot of the ones that we recognize as some of the greatest startups of all time and co-founders, Steve Jobs and Wozniak, you see a heart and a head. By the way, like in that one, I'm going to say Steve Jobs was the heart because he was all passion, as intelligent as he is or was, and Wozniak was more the computer brains behind it and the programmer and, and dug a lot deeper. So he was the head and later they successfully replaced some of that. And we'll talk how that works with professionals, uh, particularly on the head side that, that drive that Paul Allen, Bill Gates and Microsoft, same thing. Paul Allen's probably more the heart. Bill Gates actually probably more the head in that one. And in some cases you'll even see where a, a, a co-founder situation, so not all co-founders where you see this dynamic duo start that are very successful. Not all of them actually are a separate heart or a head. Sometimes they're both heart. Rarely will you see a successful startup, and I'm sorry, hold your breath for this one. Rarely will you see a successful startup that is just head. Those are folks that have a brilliant idea, fail to execute. Those are folks that have an incredible 
product service yet don't have the passion to enroll others, either raise capital to get it started or to launch it or to get followers or to bring on the early stage talent needed to make that thing a reality. So by the way, if you're hearing this, remember everything I teach, there's nothing right or wrong or personal. It's speak out loud the thing that is in the ways because a problem name is a problem solved. And it's time to just admit that and go find that person. Maybe you are a struggling startup right now and you're hearing this and you recognize like, all right, I'm struggling to get people to really take me seriously. I'm struggling to get people to give me capital, I'm struggling to get people launched. I'm struggling to sell this product. Maybe I'm not even, I'm not even looking for capital. I'm just hustling and people aren't grabbing it. It's too convoluted or something like that. You're probably head and you're actually missing that heart, that passion, that influence, even though you have it inside, some people are just more equipped to communicate it in a different way, more persuasive, more influential, and that's a skill. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that you don't have that because like we just said, every business needs both. You're missing the heart. So the, I'm going to go on record here and say that early stage company must have the hearts. The head will turn it profitable, turn it into a business, yet a head alone probably isn't going to get too far off the starting line without the heart. So that's why you tend to see, even in some of these dynamic co-founder duos, by the way, there's some venture capital companies that will only invest in you if you have a co-founder because they're looking for this head heart combo on purpose. And sometimes we'll see a combo that is really heart. And that's like double passion, by the way, they tend to be the ones you hear about fighting all the time. Larry and, and Sergi from starting Google, one of the, one of the greatest founder duos of all time. A lot of rumors that two amazing people, super funny, super intelligent, awesome to work with, really caring individuals fight like crazy, but in a respectful way, that's probably part. And you can get really far on that, particularly if you have a skill set of like they did at the time being way ahead of a technology burst and being founders of that. But what happened, what they do, they had to bring in professional management early. And that is really bringing in the head to turn it into a company. So anyway, you start to see this pattern, whatever. There's other famous business analyst patterns out there. One of them is like the life cycles of a business. There's plenty of books on that. They have different stages, they call them. Yet they almost all say the same thing, is this idea, which I fundamentally agree with to the core, is that businesses go through a life cycle. And they don't go through all of them. Or they do go in order. Some of them just don't make it through some of the cycles because they die before they get there. Some of them just don't get as far or they stop somewhere and they're just still going. They're still in that stage and we haven't seen what happens next yet. So there are these life cycles of a business model and we could probably talk about another episode where we get into detail, but I'll give you the gist of it. Usually they'll describe this early startup stage and that's where you're trying to figure out your service, your product, you got your market, you got the initial juice that's just powering and you're starting to get some traction in the marketplace. That tends to be all heart. And sometimes, like I said, if you have a heart and a head right there, you can just get through that stage faster because the head will start to turn it from a hobby into a service, turn it from 
uh, of maybe widget into a profitable widget because you might have a genius widget that is not profitable. That's not going to really get too far. So sometimes there is heart and head early, but no matter what, there's heart early. And like I said, if you're head and you're stuck, go find a co-founder, go find a heart. Trust me on that. You need that person out there. Wozniak needed Steve Jobs to be out there to push some boundaries, shake some trees, and you will too. So then what happens typically if we're in one of those conversations about lifestyles or life stages of a business, the next stage is going to be some version of ooh, rapid growth. Like it gets out of control, rapid growth. That's again, all heart with probably some head in there. Maybe it's probably like 90% heart at that point. And, and cause you can, there are people that can kind of push without bringing in the professionals or bringing in the head logic base yet. And then no matter what, that rapid growth forces the next stage. So should you keep going, it'll force you into the next stage, which is this weird, funky stage that a lot of businesses don't make it to or struggle to ever get out of or die during, which is like this messy stage where you, you absolutely must bring in head and you must bring in, and it comes in the form of rules, restrictions, policies politics, all of these, all, all these things, or rules, restriction, policies that can be interpreted as politics, the kinds of things that the heart people hate yet need. And that's why when you see one of these early stage ones, that's like a co-founder group that is both heart driven, then they bring in like a professional. Sometimes if they have outside capital, they force them like, Hey, so I'm bringing another CEO, it's time for the founder to step out. It'll be this stage, or they bring in that person to a really powerful CFO, COO, president, something like that, that really comes in and cleans up and they start to create policy. They start to create organization. They start to create rules, get rid of the special deals that the founder was out there giving to people and hustling and do all that. So there's that weird, messy stage where now it's probably 90% head to get through that and heart takes a back seat. And if that works, then these books will say, okay, now you're in the, the beauty zone. Now you're scaling up. Now you hit scale. This is where true scaling happens. And it is a goal for businesses that want to scale to get there. And when I consult people, we recognize where they're at on these stages and we take them through how to make it through, which I says probably a bunch of other episodes. Now in the scale stage where companies successfully do that. And I apply this heart head concept. I recognize that they're probably 50, 50 It's probably, this is the smoothest spot. It's when everything's clicking, it's 50% head, 50% heart, where the, the, the heart now can help take it to scale yet has rules, policies, restrictions that they obey and follow that are very profitable, make more sense, keep the company together. And the goal would be just to stay there forever. There's plenty of companies that are doing that and doing well, very rare to even get there. Yet if they didn't, here's what would happen on these other books and these other things that teach you lifestyles of business. They usually say, oh, the next stage is things look good on the outside, rot on the inside. That's the gist of it is numbers tend to be really good. Still you see the founder 
disappeared, stepped back, went on to something else, focused on another business, spending more time in the island. I don't know, like the, the rules people have taken over and it's 90% hard, I'm 90% head again, 10% harder, a hundred zero. And like, it's very political, a lot of red tape, kind of common sense is gone. You see the most talented individuals start to disappear. It's all justified. It's not at, it's a little bit of concern. Ooh, is that going to hurt us? Ooh, that person loves that going to hurt us? Ooh, that person. Oh my gosh. I didn't think they would ever go. And now, oh, but the numbers are great and there's good memes and good yeah, posters we can put out there about how posts that we can put out about how incredible the numbers are. Cause numbers tend to be still really good and you can hide behind the exterior success, interior rot. And really it is in, in my paradigm here of heart and head, it is because the head has taken over and you're not in the 50, 50 balance anymore. The heart took a breather and took a rest and is enjoying success and was not replaced because it got devalued in that stage of like policy coming in. That was very helpful at the time now has taken over because innovation tends to have been gone, disappeared at this point. So should a company go there, these models would teach that the next stage has to do with the return of the founder, the triumphant, if the founder is not the return or return of the heart, some, somehow the heart comes back in or the head people pretending to be heart comes back in this new passion, this new innovation, this save the world, this new bets, this, we're going to transform all these big kind of elaborate, like revolutions come in that are very heart driven. And if that works, they can actually pull it back. What they're doing is the head is actually fighting the heart that they, the heart monster that now has turned into full-blown Godzilla. And it's not, you kill Godzilla when it's a baby, not when it's an adult, it's a lot harder. So that's what's happening. His heart is now like fighting the, the head monster that took over and it's like, they actually have the policy now. And it's hard to overcome that even if you got the founder card especially if you establish really deep policies. So sometimes you just have to deal with that. And if they don't fully overcome, and I would guesstimate they actually, you could figure out if they're going to overcome based on how much talent left during that last phase. If they don't overcome with like a group of heart talent, usually a bunch of heart talent left, not the head talent, the heart talent left, it's not going to happen. And then you have this ultimate death stage. But those are stages of a business. Like I said, inside of that, you're probably hearing some really cool stuff and lessons. We'll go through those another time. But I want you to think about heart and head, how it shows up. My consulting model, I've got this consulting model I use for all businesses. When I go consult somebody and we do a deep dive and analyze and we score out and rate these five sections of every business is, is required to have and figure out which one is the one that's in the most need and urgent need and we create action plans and steps and training and even have products and stuff that around those to help yet these five pillars are quite simply revenue profit people systems and culture at least these five components every business needs revenue profit people systems culture revenue is heart profit is head people is heart systems is head there's an even match what's culture it's 50, 50 when done. And it's funny when we analyze, when I go in and analyze these and we create a score for these pillars, we can actually see, oh, the head categories are scored highest. The heart categories are scored weakest. We're actually missing the heart or 
vice versa. Or culturally, the head has way more influence in this organization because the culture is not really 50-50. It leans, it leans towards uh, profit and systems, less towards revenue and people. So that's actually an organization with a disproportionate head and heart. So not going to be able to achieve scale because remember, scale, we want 50-50. So I just want to introduce yet another concept, another thought process for each of you to start to look at your own organizations, the ones you belong to. Think about over history. Say you're in an organization now where things are different. It doesn't feel the same. Look back. What? That CEO that we used to have, I think that was heart. And or the founder was heart, but then this one is head or the founder is head and struggled, had to get a heart to come in and help them. Now that person's gone. So we went back to head and you can see what I'm talking about, where every organization needs that. And you can see it in the numbers. You can see it in talent coming and going. You can see it everywhere. So as you analyze and think about your own organization or the one that you are ready to go start, Really be honest with yourself. I lean more heart. I lean more head. How will I bring that into my organization? And remember, you actually don't want it always to be equal. You don't want too much head on the startup. They will crush you with policies before you ever get started. You'll be trying to launch the first product or the first service or give somebody a deal because you got to make a deal. And they're like, whoa, what about this? What about this? What about this? What are they? They're asking the what about 42 layers away from where you are now. That's too much head too early. It will suffocate your business. And then somewhere as you start to grow and get more sales and more revenue and more success and it gets messy and the paperwork's piling up. If you don't bring in the right kind of head now, because there's the right and the wrong, you don't bring in the right kind of one who's optimistic, growth-oriented, because you need a head that also values growth and common sense, then what'll happen is you'll bring that in, the messes pile up, and you'll be like, oh, I thought I made a bunch of money, and then I got my tax bill, and I made no money, where's all the money, and I don't know, and I struggle to run this profitable business. And by the way, that's the most common because successful businesses tend to be launched by a heart, missing some, some, logic and some head. And that's where even most of my consulting is up coming in to help and fill that gap at that point for small businesses. So just know where it is and be okay with it yet fix it. My whole conversation with you in every episode is this isn't right or wrong. This is find truth and then your solution. Denial ultimately is the thing that will ruin everything for you in building a generational impact because none of us are perfect. None of us have it all together. None of us have every piece that we need in and of ourselves, but we do around us. And the point is get into reality on that, have a high standard for that and go bring it into your life. So I hope this helps. Thank you for listening to the Seth Campbell podcast, whatever you're missing, the head or the heart, identify that, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help you put it into a deeper context and come up with a plan of action on what you can do next so you can break through wherever you're stuck. I love you. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody.